Yo. Oh, wow. Kelsey Balls has beat Kayla to the recording session once again. This is my third time in a row. The Kelsey streaks are stronger than ever. Oh, boy. The oh, only boy. stronger a Kelsey streak that's ever been laid was in her underpants. It's the truth. It's the God's honest truth. Now, what you got to do is turn on the echo, then turn it back off. Okay. You got that. Sometimes how's, it does that. How's uh, this? Oh, that's all the el- echo. How about now? Oh, there it goes. Mine does that too. When you first turn on the soundboard, you get a little echo when you start talking. Oh. While I was sitting here waiting, uh, like the two minutes that I had, I did something and it really made me laugh. Let's see if it makes you laugh. Okay. Oh, Kelsey Bowles. Oh, Kelsey. Oh, Kelsey Bowles. Kelsey Bowles. It's like you're like an old grandpa, but like trying to make a song out of Kelsey Bowles. Oh, like Kelsey, it. oh, Kelsey, oh, Kelsey. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> Every now and then I need Kelsey Bowles. <laughs> and I need you now, tonight. <laughs> and I need you more than ever. Once upon a time, I was falling in love, and now I'm only falling apart. Nothing I can do, kills him. We should have done total eclipse of the fart. Go ahead. No, you. No, you. Oh, hey there, Kayla. We've been waiting for you. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't get my freaking earbuds in my ears. She's the one who's like, we got to start so early. because Blah, 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 blah. And then we've had, me and Kelsey have had time to sing great 80s hits with voice changers. <laughs> Oh my gosh, and I missed it. Well, yes. For you, it's all been recorded and can be played at your convenience. <laughs> oh it my was God. so good. Yay. <laughs> awesome. We made a rendition of Total Eclipse of the Heart, but we did it Total Eclipse of the Fart. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. We might win a Grammy, and it's a shame that you won't be a part of that experience. And he rapped like an old man, like on the wedding singer when that old lady was like in a hip hop a hippie to the hippie to the hip hip hop only <laughs> only this time it was Kelsey, Kelsey balls. balls she's got them swinging jiggling balls <laughs> yeah <laughs> big ass Kelsey balls <laughs> it was so good welcome dear viewer or listener to a review of Dumber wait what's it called it's called like colon Dumber monster <laughs> Slash. It was the like monster. Fucking guy. Oh, monster. The Jeffrey Dahmer story. Yeah, it's it, long. No, there's more to it than even that. It's like monster colon Dahmer slash dash. 
He's right. Dahmer tales. <laughs> what is it? Somebody look it up. It's, it's Dahmer like Dahmer dash monster. monster colon the Jeffrey Dahmer story. There you go. <laughs> so proper. What the fuck? Just call it Dahmer, you twats. No totally. shit. That's all everybody's. Here's how you know. Whatever everybody's referring to it as on the internet, that's what you should call it. And everybody's just being like, have you seen Dahmer lately? And even on their own fucking Netflix, it's like right in the middle. It's just, it just says Dahmer. And then you, if you look, if you really get your face up close to the TV. And you really take a good hard look. Then you'll see that it says monster. Father-in-law, the Alec Baldwin tale. <laughs> like, it's so proper. Why? This fucking guy, like, ate people. Do we have to be proper? With, I know. Like, a semicolon? Ooh, in honor of him not. eating people, I do need to give Kelsey one of these. Ew. Oh, my God. My husband started doing that. Oh, right. Your husband! <laughs> oh, your husband! That's right! You're married! <laughs> Kayla got married, everybody. I'm fucking hitched. Hitched all the way up. That won't yep. stop dudes with four teeth from trying, but at least <laughs> now there's more of a legal obligation for you to get around there. Charming. Backhand them? Yeah. You charming barflies. Now, when <laughs> nah. Kayla first joined the pod, yeah. we were taking a bet on whether or not we thought she would actually go through with it. Remember yeah. Mm-hmm. Who won? I don't we all won, remember. Kayla. We all won. <laughs> yeah, we all won. There it is. <laughs> because you're a you're an old maid now. Yay! Yay. You're an old maid. Look at you. Oh man. I'm How so proud exciting. of you. you I'm think... so excited for you guys. I did I get, it. Like, warm, fuzzy feelings. Yeah, it's like Beyonce. It's weird because nothing has changed. Like we went to the courthouse, got married. You and we were going to joint bank account now? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so no. we went to the bar across the road because I said, I want a beer and a burger. We walked over there. It's closed. So I was like, okay, I guess we'll just go home. That was the universe <laughs> telling you from, like, str- from Yeffie Balls with love. Cut that shit out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My boss the other day, I was like, man, I can't wait to get home and have a beer. And he's like, you can't. And I said, why? And he was like, didn't you say that after you got married, you were just going to drink on special occasions? And I was like, yeah, that's after I I did it. I got married. You're right. Uh Oh, (laughs) oh, shit. I need to be a proper lady. I need a semicolon in my name. now. (laughs) Yes, you do. You get to go by MRS. Oh, dude. It's, it's oh, gonna have shit. to be like Beyonce dash Kayla <laughs> semicolon a love story of a proper lady. <laughs> Two semicolons. Uh, hose into housewives. <laughs> <laughs> then in italics underneath all of that. <laughs> yeah. A Wisconsin bride. <laughs> Then all of that is in parentheses and it's squared. Like this is a two. <laughs> it's squared. I don't know yeah. why. Now let me get this straight. So I can, can we call him Beyonce anymore or no? I guess not, huh? Can we what call him we call Kayla's him? keeper? 
Ew. Now, do I have <laughs> to ask permission, like, from him to have you podcast with me? Because uh, all decisions, I think, now have to go through him concerning you. Because now you're his property. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I know. No. Well, I call bullshit. Why can't he be my property? Well, because this is America. Oh. Yeah, fucking Yeah, but hippie. America is all about <laughs> feminism right now. <laughs> Please. That's just a joke so... we're playing on all you fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah. What do you think you're winning? That's not what She-Hulk <laughs> says. <laughs> How would you know That's what She-Hulk says? <laughs> I wouldn't. I'm just you guessing. Would not, you would not know what She-Hulk says. Um. Oh, shoot. I had another question. What was it? Uh, oh, that's right. You, now you, okay, ever since 8750 has been making merch, the number one most requested item was a fucking beanie. And we finally yes. have fucking beanies available. And you were the first one to receive one of those fucking beanies. How is it? I love it. It is so soft. Is it like actual stitched? Yeah, the logo is embroidered, which the logo is awesome. Who made that logo? Was it JT? JT Gunn JT. made that one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we also have the ice axes available on a beanie. Oh, you do? I didn't even know that. Oh, hell yeah, we do. Fuck. I know. Okay. I'm going to have to get one for my daughter. I know. I saw the beanie with the... Uh, so Okay, I ordered the same one that you did with the JT logo on it. And then later, mm-hmm. I made the one with the ice axes on it. And I was like, oh, fuck, I got to have one of those. And then Mrs. Yeti was like, slow down. Let's get <laughs> one first and make sure it's good. <laughs> and then you can order the next one. I was like, yeah. And for some reason, my I ordered mine the exact moment that they were available because I was the first to know about it. Mm-hmm. And you ordered it that day. You got yours first. Mine says it's coming on the 17th. <laughs> fucking monday that's five days from now that's weird (laughs) i keep refreshing it's like oh it's coming via dhl i'm like fuck dhl guy that's what happened to me all the time and they they're less than stellar what i said i have to ship stuff on dhl all the time and they're less than stellar see now i'm friends with the ups guy now piggly balls so yes I well, wonder if balls it's piggly. It yeah. seems to come that it seems balls to come colon. <laughs> a truck driver story. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like this merch comes from Kentucky. And maybe oh. it's because you're closer to Kentucky. I don't even know. But it's like a plane ride is a plane ride. Like to get from to Wisconsin to Denver is like what an extra hour and a half? Yeah. I'm fucking pissed, man. That is weird. Oh, and here's another thing that makes me upset. So to get the beanies, I had to give them five dollars for it's called they call it a digitization fee. And it's like, if you're going to make this, we're going to charge you five bucks because this is like the creme de la creme. This is like the top the top Teespring has to offer is these hats, hats and beanies. Mrs. Mm-hmm. Yeti ordered a hat, by the way. That's the first piece of 8750 merch she's ordered outside of her hoodie. So I guess second. Nice. Anyway, I thought she had the leggings. Oh, you're right. I have not seen those since she ordered them. She didn't oh, like them. No. I don't think she liked them. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, the beanie. What was I saying? Oh, anyway, it cost me five bucks to get that beanie done, right? And then I made hats. And each time I did like a different design on a hat. So I did two different beanies, two different hats, like two different logos. That made no sense. Goddamn. Okay. So the JT <laughs> logo is on beanies and it's on hats. That's five bucks and five bucks. That's 10 bucks. The 8750 ice axes are on beanies and hats. That's another 10 bucks. 
So that's negative 20 bucks because they charge me five bucks each. Then after I've done all that, literally four or five days later, they email and they're like, hey, we're going to make it so that anybody can create hats and beanies and they don't have to be charged five bucks. And it seems like you have made some of those hats and beanies. And I was like, oh, maybe they're going to like hit me back with a 20 spot. Right. No, they're like, since you've already made hats and beanies, if you would like to help us promote this, take a video <laughs> of yourself in the hat and the beanie and be like, oh, look at me. My name is Yeti Balls. You guys look at my dope hat. It's so good. And send it to us and we will use you in our promotions to promote that now it's free for everybody who's not a sucker like you. Can you do oh. it? But with your like Italian accent thing. <laughs> I would love nothing more, but my fucking beanie won't be here till the 17th. And they want your your submissions in by the 13th, I think, tomorrow. Well, I could drive this hat to you quicker. <laughs> you could record a video and send it to me. Like, yeah. hey, I just think it's really fucked up that you're charging Yeti balls 20 bucks and now it's free. <laughs> anyway, the hat's rad. So right now in my Teespring account where it says how much money has Yeffy Balls made, it says negative $7. (laughs) (gasps) God damn. I know. I know. That's okay. I have a feeling that at some point people will buy these beanies and these hats. And I'll make that money back. And then I'll be rolling in the money. Right now, though, it's just me and you who have bought it. So. They're wicked cool. I I suggest it. What? I'm What'd just you digging the way botanist? you said botan. Oh, okay. You're like, what? it's hey. just you and I that have boughten it. Purchased. Oh. Purchased it. She said botanist. I'm like, what right. are we? <laughs> we did this early so that we could talk about Dahmer. And I feel like anybody who clicked on this and would like to hear us talk about Dahmer is like, what the fuck is this that I'm listening to right now? <laughs> hey, they know that there's semicolons. <laughs> at the start. <laughs> we'll call it... 8750 reviews, colon, Dahmer, colon, the Jeffrey Dahmer tale, colon, review merch, dash, hot hat talk. Dash, he eats colons. Oh, he After he stuck it in a colon. Parentheses, all right. (laughs) Yeah. It'll be the longest 8750 name of an episode ever. When you get a notification on your phone that it came out or like somebody has rated it on Good Pods, it'll take up your entire screen. (laughs) We're going to have to try and make this not depressing, though. (laughs) That's going to be hard. (laughs) Yeah. Episode one. Here's the one thing that I absolutely hated about this thing is how they told the story in a fucking jumbled order. I hated that. Also, yeah. episode probably five, no, six, seven, eight, probably could have been condensed into one episode. I don't really need a whole backstory for like, thank you, everyone yeah. that he killed. No mm-hmm. offense, because these are real people that got murked. Um, that fucking sucks, man. It's really sad. So I don't on the see that I'm conflicted because I'm like, well, also, why are we just glorifying Jeffrey Dahmer and not giving some like backstory to the victim? Agreed. But also, Jeffrey Dahmer is only glorified because he killed an eight people, which is interesting. Right. Whereas just growing up deaf, it's kind of like. Mm. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. that story broke my heart. Oh, no, it was so sad. That it dude was, was so a real dude. Sad. And he looked a lot like because here's the other thing. 
God damn it, y'all. Have I seen some Dahmer shit? So we watched the Jeffrey Dahmer, Dahmer, colon, the monster within, semicolon. It's up in a closet. (laughs) 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 Dash elder abuse is sad. I watched that. And then me and Lisa are going to review the Dahmer tapes, which came out on Netflix shortly after the Dahmer miniseries. Oh, I started watching that today. I have seen so much goddamn Jeffrey Dahmer stuff. I am up to my ears with it. So I know for a fact that uh, the actual deaf fella looked quite a bit like the deaf fella that they picked in the the show, the TV show. He was so cute. So also, I will say that after watching the Dahmer tapes, yeah, like a lot of this series, like, the depiction of his apartment was very, very spot similar. On. Yeah. yeah. Like exact. even yeah. like the poster that he had of like Atlas yep. carrying the globe on his shoulder and it's a little homoerotic. Yep. That shit was in his real apartment. They didn't yep. have the lava lamp in his fake apartment, they though. They didn't. They did not. But they did have like the fish tank and where the couch was situated. And, like, the, and the mini plastic kitchen. blue barrel. The yep. way that his TV looked on his dresser, like it, like yeah, the TV series, on the dresser looked spot on, spot on. It was really, really well done. I oh, will and say, Kayla, I yeah. was going to tell you something on the podcast, and I didn't, and you were like, "Oh, I want to know." So this, there's these guys on the internet called Red Letter Media, and they got pretty mm-hmm. fa- famous on YouTube because they did a review of the first three Star Wars movies, like the prequels. And the whole time the guy did it like this. And he kept trying to get these women to come watch the Star Wars prequels with him in his basement. Come on. Don't you want to know? Like they were doing it to be funny, but it does come off as a little creepy. But like they grew up or they are from Milwaukee. Ah, and they they have gone (laughs) away from that. And because it was kind of like a dark sense of humor. And once you watch the Jeffrey Dahmer stuff, you're like, oh, that's what they were spoofing on. Like. Hey, I'm going to tie you up and I'm, we're going to watch Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to watch what? Like at work, somebody said that Brian's going to put me in his grandma's fruit cellar. <laughs> oh, I'm going to make a jacket out of your skin. It's going to be really great. If you could get an 8750 tattoo, that would look fantastic on my future jacket. <laughs> I love you, Brian, by the way. Oh, we all love you, Brian. <laughs> Stop buying knives. He's like, oh, I got a package coming from Colorado Springs. Is that near you? And it was like, no, nah, I mean, it's kind of relative to where you're at. Yeah, it's close to me. But like relative to where my shed is. No, not so much. Um, <laughs> but it, we all were like, Brian, stop buying knives. Stop it, dude. You don't need this many knives. It's fucking weird. <laughs> it's a lot. It's yeah. too many knives. The FBI is going to wander soon. Why are you buying so many knives? What? I want to know where he stores them. Like, does he have like some sort of... um, He better have a case, like a a, display case. Yeah, like a display case. Like, I want to see his collection all in one, like, short video. I would say nobody, outside of cooking and um, cooking and eating purposes, nobody needs more than five knives. And Brian, I'll give you 10. You can have 10. But outside of that, fucking get rid of them. You don't need them. Use one until it breaks and is no longer operable. Then by I'll literally, one. I will guarantee that these knives are just in his underwear drawer. Just <laughs> thrown in there. <laughs> Next to his skin marked underpants. <laughs> yeah, like, do you think that they would all fit in there, though? 
know. Because he Maybe. has so many. Like, I don't, I don't okay, know. Okay, we have 8750 this shit. We've gone off the rail. <laughs> All I'm saying, oh, hey, Brian, you know what you really should do? This is ridiculous. This is a Dahmer review. But, hey, Brian, review the knives on fucking YouTube. Do something with this collection, goddammit. Right? That'd be really smart. Review that them. Like, maybe do, bring him some income. Here's what people really like. This is what I actually like and the type of stuff that I would watch from time to time when I was going to buy a knife. Do torture tests. Take those knives and beat on them. Take them and whittle with them. Fucking dig oh, with them. Oh, cool. I thought you meant something totally else by oh, torture, torture test. test. <laughs> I was like, please don't take those <laughs> knives and torture Find people. a homeless person oh in maybe some, <laughs> maybe Milwaukee, right? <laughs> Oh, Give him some is... coffee. <laughs> oh, about five pills with crushed some sleeping pills in there, and do a real torture <laughs> test. No, we're <laughs> dear court of law, dear Brian. No, that's not what I'm saying. By torture test, I mean I actually watched this on like the Benchmade Animus that I ended up buying, and I love it. This guy was like digging in the dirt, and he's just like, "Hey, if you have to dig a hole." <laughs> That's cool. And then he'd be like, here's how sharp it still is. And he'd like, he'd slice paper with it. Be like, oh, it still held its edge. Now I'm going to go throw it at a stick. And so he'd or throw it at a log. Hey, wow. I could throw it at a log a hundred times and I didn't break. <laughs> that's so cool. Do that. Brian, that's a great idea. That's a really great idea. You're welcome, buddy. So back to Dahmer. Yes. Um, oh, no, actually back to Red Letter Media. So they got famous by doing the prequel reviews, and now they still do, like, movie reviews and TV show reviews. They reviewed Dahmer. And they came from Milwaukee, and that's where their old studio was because they're actually, like, YouTube famous, famous. Mm. And they have, like, a, a big old income. They're like, dude, the ghost of Jeffrey Dahmer still haunts the area of Milwaukee. It's fucking weird. They're like, well, you would go to set up for our new studio in Milwaukee, we'd go to the Ace Hardware where he where he bought his like drums that he would put people in. Like we've been in Ugh. the store that he shopped in. They're like the the apartment building he used to live in. Like that's still just a fucking parking lot. Um, the grandma's house is still there. Every now and then, when you'd be out like drinking at the bars in Milwaukee, you'd see a group of people all walking around with a tour guide, and they'd be doing like guided tours of oh, all the God. places that Jeffrey Dahmer would like go and do all of this fucking shit. So when they were reviewing this, they were like, yeah, dude, Jeffrey Dahmer's like a part of this fucking area. And it sucks. Like it's weird and annoying and also like sad. Yeah. Like, why can't we have something better to be <laughs> flaunting? Why didn't they do the memorial for the victims? Like that lady Glenda was trying to get them to do. Cause the government totally sucks. You motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, they could have turned that parking lot into something really cool. Also, I, I think that they're semi afraid that weirdos would probably fuck with it. That's oh, what that's I heard. I heard the mayor didn't want it because he or she had assumed that it would just draw people to like vandalize it and bring like creepy fans because that's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. As we see in the document or the TV series, like he had a comic book written about him. He had people sending him money in jail. He had he fans made, who thought he was attractive. He made $12,000. He made what? In prison uh, from Kayla. people's just what? You blanked out. He made. Oh, and then... I can hear her. I heard everything she just said. Well, repeat it for me because <laughs> I did not. Well, you've cut out a few times, so. 
Well, that's not good. Maybe it's your internet. Oh, shit. The tables have turned. Wait, Kelsey, (laughs) have you heard me cut out? No. Okay. Maybe Kelsey's just an oracle. (laughs) (laughs) I'm all hearing. Your balls are oracles. Your balls are perfect oracles. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Anyways, people sent him up to $12,000 when he was in prison just because you motherfuckers general public i bust my fucking hump to make a funny podcast an interesting <laughs> podcast i have made one sixth of that money yeah and you don't even eat people i don't so. even eat people i give you great ideas on youtube channels i make cool merch and beanies and shit and then I get charged to make the beanies. And then a week later, I find out, nah, we're just going to make that free. Sons of bitches. <laughs> Sons of bitches. I can't believe that happened after all this time you waiting. You were waiting. <laughs> they're like, yeah, we'll take your 20 bucks. And then a week later, they're like, we're going to make it free for everybody. I was like, Fuck neat. <laughs> Fucking neat. Because that's the way Teespring works, apparently. I didn't even really realize it. But apparently, if you get enough sales, you can unlock other stuff like a duffel bag or like backpacks and one of the things i unlocked by selling some hoodies is the beanies and the hats and now they're like oh dude people love these beanies and hats everyone can do it sons way of to bitches. go sons of bitches you're still a winner in my heart oh thanks you you are uh the person who has bought definitely the most shit so i appreciate that awesome awesome get on it everyone oh. else yeah up on it so episode one was him getting caught because he tried to get somebody to come over to take pictures and put a handcuff on him. <laughs> it's just a little bit of dish soap in there. Just a little bit. Of, uh, come on. Don't be a pussy. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> just a little bit of dish soap. It's not a big deal. What are you even worried about? Oh, Evan my God. Peter's accent. Really well. Yeah. Evan Peter's accent is on point. Well, his family's from Baraboo. It's not that far from Milwaukee. <laughs> I'll tell you what. The guy who played Dahmer, what's it, Evan Peters? Yeah. I don't know him from anything else, but he did a bang-up job. Oh, he He's... was in American Horror Story, like mm. all of them. Haven't seen mm-hmm. that. But he oh, fucking, That's actually really good. He killed it in this series. Mm-hmm. I guess he studied the accent. He really uh, got he into it. He didn't sound a ton like the real Jeffrey Dahmer, but he did a good job of just sounding like a weirdo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he did. I he was so to, creepy. Yeah, I listened to the Dahmer tapes, and he didn't. He like he did. He sounded better, closer to him than like I do if I try to do a impression of him. Um, but the real Jeffrey Dahmer just sound fucking boring, dude. I, that's one thing I don't believe is all the times in this mini series where we saw him get mad and like scream at his grandma. Like I don't see it, and they never mentioned in the actual. Um. Uh, we needed to stick on to the miniseries or else me and Lisa will have nothing to talk about. So anyway, episode one is when he gets caught because one of the guys that he was after, he's like, oh, I want to take your picture. Eh? Come on, let's watch The Exorcist 3. Oh, <laughs> he actually did love The Exorcist 3. Like, Just yeah. stay until it's over. And then you and can go. This is my favorite part. And then he like, <laughs> and then he like was like, just lay down. Just relax. And then he like put his head on the dude's chest and was like, you have a strong heartbeat. I'm going to beat it. Apparently, he liked to listen to people's organs. Like, you know, like when you eat something and your organs are making all a bunch of. Oh, wait, hold on. 
<laughs> I hate this so much. <laughs> oh, that makes me sexually aroused. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that just made my tism spark so bad. I just went from six to midnighty. Oh, God. <laughs> that is so weird. There was definitely something really disturbed and wrong with this. Well, and he, t- he talked about like shiny things like blood and guts and things that were shiny, like just turned him on. Yeah, because once upon a time I took apart Ugh. a fish and I was like, oh, damn, I want to get at that fishy. <laughs> so now I cut up people. So, yeah. this, so this guy that like escapes from him. Yeah. I find up on him. Yes. What'd you find? He so he ends up being like really emotionally and mentally disturbed from this event. What? He got away. It, I know. And it fucks up his whole life. No. Like, like he ends up on drugs, like in and out of rehab, like no. his whole life. He ends up homeless. No. He like. I know it's the fucking saddest thing ever. He took down a notorious serial killer. He's a fucking hero. He should have done a book. He totally is a hero. And yeah, this guy's name is Tracy Edwards. And he just couldn't move past it. And he like hardly ever talked to anybody about what happened to him that night. Maybe he was kind of on that path anyway. Possible. Mm -hmm. And being a hero who took down a serial killer was like he could have gone one way or another with it and he went that way yeah man what it's a definitely bummer like a hard to to look at humans i guess the same when you know there's somebody like that out there oh totally. um, yeah it de- well because me and mrs yeti watched the first four and then it was when he went he was working at the blood bank or the doctor's office and it, oh. whatever he was taking people's blood and he took yeah. some of that blood home with him to masturbate with. And Mrs. Yeti was like, nope, I'm out. I'm out of, I'm out of this. That's <laughs> yeah. enough of this for me. You're on your own there, Tiger. And I was like, shit, I got to watch this on my own. She could have just fast forwarded because I felt like episodes six through ten were just like really watchable for me. Like the first the first five, I had to fast forward a lot through the creepy, icky, gross parts. But then like the later episodes were great. Yeah. I thought um, they were a little boring. There's like like one that really focused on the neighbor lady, which I'm not taking away from her. She's obviously awesome. Um, but well, that's the thing, it's so hard to review this because it's like these are real people, but also it's a little dramatized and it's a movie doc like a series. So, so the from neighbor a series lady... aspect, I will agree with Kayla. Glenda. That, like, six, seven, and eight, and maybe even nine were all just so fucking. I was like, all right, dude, I'm good. I don't really care that Jesse Jackson showed up to be a fucking race hater. Like, <laughs> it should have been a three parter. Yeah, yeah, it could have been a lot shorter. Sorry, do you? I just don't like. Was it Jesse Jackson or was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yes. he's kind of a piece of shit. So the other thing that he's in Wisconsin of... a lot. I mean, I'm all for, like, injustice is bad, yay, but he seems to like to stir the pot up just to fucking make that money. Oh, well, he said that, too. He's like, I'm here to be an agitator. Yeah, which I get, like, you You gotta do, gotta agitate if you want people to pay attention to an injustice or, like, a cause, so you do kind of gotta do that, but also I've just heard a lot of stuff from him 
recently to be specific, where it's just like, bruh, you just want to see this country eat itself, don't you? Yeah, I'm not familiar with his recent works. I do know <laughs> that I'm not really sure if Jeff targeted black people or not. But no, I mean, he, he killed definitely... like 17 people, and I think like three of them were white. One Laotian. I think it was just the area too that he lived in. Like, it's you know, just definitely has more black people than anywhere else in Wisconsin. That's for sure, and. The fact that like the police just didn't help is kind of like why not? So why yeah. didn't you? <laughs> you know, is it because this kid barely speaks English, or is it because that black man's a crackhead? You know, like why? <laughs> I think that a lot of times people like to make it cops or authority out to be racist, and really, what it is is the system has always been very much more classist and they don't help anyone yeah they don't help anyone i I mean there's a lot of cops out there some of them are great some of them are terrible there's a there's a quite the spectrum but by and large people or cops don't focus so much on poor people right which is the neighborhood he lived in and a lot of his victims i've done a ride-along with a police department and around two o'clock we started patrolling around bars and he followed cars that looked like pieces of shit. And he'd be, he'd be like, dude, that looks like a car. Somebody who's definitely drunk would drive. And like, he'd pull over the beaters. <laughs> Even though, you know, that that person driving that Mercedes is fucking just had like Manhattan. <laughs> well, if he saw all that Mercedes, like go <laughs> swerving around. He would have went after them. But when he was watching cars leave the parking lot, he picked piece of shit cars. And you're usually correct when you do that because people who drive piece of shit cars usually make fucking shitty decisions like getting drunk and then driving. Definitely. Yeah. Well, I, think that, I think just like any group of people, like there are some people that play to stereotypes like and that helps them in their profession or their belief system or their whatever. And so like I think that cops are just like any other group of people like there's going to be good ones there's going to be bad ones like but there are stereotypes associated with them because they're often true i don't know right, right? but it seemed like jeffrey Dahmer was quite the the fan of like i don't know <laughs> i have Killing friends people. who are cops my brother is a cop so it's not like they're all bad the cop that came to my birthday party to bust us he was really nice. <laughs> and I think that like if you're in Milwaukee and you constantly have to deal with like bullshit people all the time, you probably get really worn out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It did seem egregious that he was I- able to get away with so much for so long. Like goddamn. I've never seen somebody have so much luck. Like he got the first person that he killed was a guy going to a concert. And he's like, hey there, I got some like beers and weed if you want to come and smoke and like drink some beers and do some push-ups with me. And the guy was like, dope, dude. And so they yeah. do some push-ups and then before he leaves or he's like, are you going to take me to the concert or what? And Jeffrey Dahmer. So Jer- here's Jeffrey Dahmer had a whole thing about like abandonment. That's a lot of the reason why he killed people was because he wanted to make it so they couldn't leave. That's why he experimented with drilling holes in their head and pouring acid in there. 
he wanted was to make him into a zombie so that mm-hmm. the zombie couldn't leave. He didn't necessarily want them dead. He just wanted them not to leave. He wanted and control a, over them. He's yeah. a fucking idiot. So the best way that he could figure to get somebody not to leave was, I guess I got to kill you then. Yeah, he was not a smart person academically or socially. So the guy tries to leave and he bashes him with like a weight. Which is end, ends up how he dies. Yeah, circle that's life true. on that one. Yeah, he got beat with some workout <laughs> equipment too. No, I thought he got beat with a broomstick. That was always the. It was a dumbbell, thing. according to the Jeffrey Dahmer tapes. Yeah, or a barbell. They use yeah, the I term meant interchangeably, huh? I meant Jeffrey. Yep, that's what he got beat with. Okay. And Kelsey then in... agrees. Is that what your research says? Um, yeah, so he was, so. Soul. Soul. Kelsey does a thing where if we do, like, Midwest accents, then she starts doing it too, and I don't think she even means to. I heard it earlier. It's just a total accident. It it is. It comes out at random. But yeah, so (laughs) Dahmer gets killed with a broomstick, but he kills the hitchhiker with a barbell. You're sure it was a broomstick? Um, yes. In the, well... In the series, it was not. In the series, give it a gooks because I, I, in the Dahmer tapes, they were like workout equipment and they're like circle of life. <laughs> that maybe is true, but growing up, I always heard it was a broomstick, but that could be a rumor. Yeah, but you live in bumpkin ass nowhere, so fuck all only knows if you guys have accurate information. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, somebody Google it. <laughs> where right he now. died is like 40 miles from where I am right now. That's wild. Isn't that weird? Yeah. You know what's crazy? We have one of the few federal, like, supermax prisons out here in Colorado. So we have, like, some of the worst of the worst that you can even think of are here. Oh, like a like from all over the country? Uh-huh. They yep. send them to Colorado. He was bludgeoned. Ew. He was bludgeoned to death um, with a bar that was taken from the prison gym. Okay. So- okay. There so it was one of those, um, like a bar, like a bar that you would add weights to the end. Correct. I see. Yes. Good job, Jeff. Hey, I paid hey, attention to a thing. What? What's it like having to share a name with this guy? Dude, I'm fucking over it. Yeah. I'm so sick of what did we watch just before this? Oh, yeah. It was the podumentary that we did on our father. And it was like Warren Jeffs. <laughs> and it was like, dude, is every fucking shit no, that bag was the, the name one. Jeff? <laughs> That was the keep sweet cult one. Yeah, Warren Jeffs. And then the, I swear there's another Jeff that came up recently that was a piece of shit. It's just like, why is there so many shitty Jeffs? It sucks. <laughs> I hate my fucking name. I told my parents, I was like, why Jeff is what you guys went with for your firstborn baby boy? <laughs> fucking Jeff? It sounds like a noise you make when you stub your toe. Fucking Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you're Yeti F now. Yeah, well, they were like, well, we were going to name you Brad, but, like, your cousin, like, Ugh. your aunt went with the, no, nah, dude, Brad's a cool name. Brad's a cool guy name. Brad uh, has a right fucking six-pack yeah. and wears aviators. I would have been That's true. That fucking is a... psyched to be Brad. Yeah, Fuck yeah. Brad. <laughs> no, I, I got fucking Jeff. <laughs> oh, Jeff! <laughs> they named their dogs better than they named you. They sure did, dude. They sure did. My parents' That's dogs funny. are Marshall. I would have been. I would have taken the name Marshall. That's a fucking dope name. I, that uh, is Hudson. That's a dope dog name. Kevin even is a better dog name. <laughs> I got fucking Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> the sound you make when you step on a Lego. Jeff. 
No, I hate it. I fucking hate it. Uh, we need to do for the podcast this weekend. We should look up all the different maniacs that are kept here in Colorado because we got the fucking worst of the worst. Oh, cool. Yeah. I mean, not cool, but like interesting. Like, <laughs> terrorists, like all like the worst of the worst. Um, Canyon City. No, it's Admax. I think it's out east someplace. I'm actually not 100 percent sure. Hopefully, if a place where if you escape, you're just going to get eaten by like a grizzly bear or something. No, we don't have grizzlies. Trampled by a moose. No, no, no moose out there either. You'll probably oh, just be around a lot of corn. It's in Florence, Colorado, and it where is the fuck is that though? ADX, um, prison. And let me see. I'm gonna pull up a map right now. You guys don't have grizzly bears. We used to, but they are extinct in this area. Oh, I know. Um, Yellowstone has them. Oh, is it's Montana. Montana and it is northern Canyon. Wyoming. It's right by Canyon City. It's not oh, in okay. Canyon City, but it is. That's the nearest town. Gotcha. Okay, so that area might now mountain lions, for sure. So is anybody else correlating his fucked upness to his alcoholism? It no. has a lot to do with it. That's for sure. Because yeah, whenever he'd be super drunk, he would then go on his little like a rampage. So, That's another thing, too, about being in Wisconsin. Like, they said he was an alcoholic by the time he was 17, and his parents knew this. And, like, that's just normal. Like, nobody cares. Well, okay. like, oh, well, he's we going to be just like his... his dad. Yeah. Ugh. Sorry, I cut you off and talked over you. My bad. I'm trying to wrap my head around how the fuck we should talk about this, because the way that the series did it was so all over the map. Yeah. How the fuck do you do it? So I guess we should start, like, him being born and then maybe go through it that way. Okay. Um, but what you said about how oh it's Wisconsin oh maybe he'll grow up and drink the same beer as his dad eh I know mm -hmm. it drives me kind of a little up the wall when people I'll talk about all the drinking that goes on in your area and people are like oh well that's just what you do here like it's fine it's like no it's not you guys Ryan. are indoctrinated I didn't want to blow him up again but you guys are indoctrinated into this system of just like oh yeah that's fine that's what you do it's not a big deal what are you gay <laughs> Come on, have, don't have be gay. Fucking, don't be a pussy. Have a fucking beer, eh? <laughs> yeah. Like if you're not constantly at like a point one oh alcohol level, then you're kind of a bitch. Apparently, it's like, dude, there's more to life than just being wasted all the time. Well, yeah, and what, I wish people knew that. What happened to like being an objective thinker? Like be mean? a like be a critical thinker and think about your circumstances and why like why you do the things you do oh just because everybody does it like yeah that doesn't make it appropriate like my dad used to have a saying that he'd say and it's like nothing good happens after midnight he'd tell me that when i was like growing mm -hmm. up and i always wanted to stay out past midnight because the nothing good was what i was looking for <laughs> <laughs> i was like no shit that's what i want to stay out later <laughs> but he's totally right Nothing good happens really after midnight, especially like when you're a teenager or early 20s or you're out like going to bars and stuff. It's like, no, that's when people start to get real drunk. Fights happen. Fucking mistakes. Nah, you don't want to be out that late. And that's another thing. Like past that, li that line of thinking onto booze, no one made better decisions when they were drunk. True. Nope. Right? Nope. Mm-hmm. 
That's when you bash people's heads in with a dumbbell and stuff. Yeah. Well, so and he we also go... he also blacked out drunk in that hotel and fucking killed yeah. that guy and then yeah. woke up next to him and it was like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, God. What I happened? Had no that... recollection of like what he did to this dude. I think that was the first guy he killed after his nine year like in between time. I yep. think was him. Because, yep. yeah, it, you're right, Kayla. Him drinking definitely had a lot to do. Like, I think he wanted to do that shit, and then drinking was was the green light of, like, go for it. It kills all your inhibitions. Because when I'd get super drunk back in my day, I used to just sometimes adopt a fake Finnish accent because I thought Willa Wallow from him was the coolest guy ever. So, What is a Finnish accent? Yeah, uh, dude, I'd have to... I'd have to listen to him talk for a little bit and then I, it, it comes back to me. It's like when I hear Babar Jared, dude. Like, if I hear him talk, <laughs> then I can adapt his like exit pretty good. I haven't heard him talk in a while. Your father farted. My father farted. An Irish accent. <laughs> um, if I think of it for the show on Saturday, I'll try to listen to a couple Willow Wallow interviews and I'll see if I can get it back. But nice. I would get drunk, wear my leathers, paint my fingernails, <laughs> fucking just, just pretend I was in a band and like we're doing pretty good and then like after a while I was in the band and then we'd just lie and be like oh yeah we were like opening up for somebody down in Denver and like we got thrown <laughs> out like we just make up tall tales about us being musicians that's what I thought was fun <laughs> that's what I did when I was stupid drunk Jeffrey Dahmer a different story yeah yeah so he according to his dad his mom took a punch of fucking pills while she was pregnant with yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, like antipsychotics and antidepressants and anti this and fucking sleeping pills for that and all these different pills, which uh by the way, that's not that's not good for your little baby. That's not good. No. <laughs> but he has a younger brother that hasn't murdered anybody that I'm aware of. So hey, well maybe she didn't take the pills. It must have been a combination. I I Maybe she didn't, but I thought like him growing up, she still continued to have a, a problem. Yeah. But at least in the docuseries, that was that's what we see because like Jeffrey Dahmer comes home, he's like seven years old. The bit with his younger brother's just crying in a crib, and his mom is just like passed out. Just yeah. in bed, just passed out. She like overdosed every now and then. Him, her and the dad would get into full-blown screaming matches all the time. And then the dad decides, like, what, Jeffrey Dahmer seems like he's kind of a fucking putz. He shows yeah. no interest in anything. A real not a self-motivated guy. Just not real. Just kind of like a fucking leaf in the yep. stream of life, making no decisions, just going with the current. And uh, one thing he does show an interest in, though, is like dead shit and raccoons <laughs> that got hit by a truck. And his dad <laughs> is like, oh, you're actually into something. I should foster this because I don't know, man, maybe one day you'll grow up to be a surgeon or a doctor or at the very least a taxidermist. So he starts showing him how to like dissect fucking possums and fucking badgers and shit. <laughs> Could you it's imagine so picking up roadkill and taking it home with you in your car and then cutting it up with your boy in the shed? There's a my strange addiction about this and people actually will go like roadkill searching to make what their the next fuck? meal. Oh, they I hate eat that I hate shit. Mm -hmm. That there's is like, horrific. Yeah, there's like people out there that eat roadkill. They're like free meat. Let's but they probably have squirrels if in a, their apartment too. But if cutting up a squirrel keeps you from cutting up like a 
a person, fine. Do that then. That's fine. That's fine. Um, but either way, he's showing his kid all this kind of stuff. And then this is where the documentary kind of, ta- or not the documentary, God damn it, the series takes a little bit of liberties because they showed Jeffrey opening up a fish, cutting a fish open, and he's like, hold on. <laughs> I preemptively cringe. <laughs> I knew it was coming. That's some good fish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, he's like opening up a fish and he's getting a little bit like excited about it. And then like he they show him trying to jack it to uh, like a a porno mag, but he can't he can't he can't do it, man. And what but his parents are screaming at each other in the next room over and he's trying to jack it and he can't get it going looking at chicks in their bras. So then he starts picturing that fish he cut open and then he's like, Oh, now we're getting places. Fucking what the fuck? (laughs) This show was hard to watch. Yeah. You're just sitting there like, yikes, dude. Yikes. I'll tell you this. Like this happened. I know it's very popular to Netflix and chill. And Hey, Ryan, Hey, Ryan, not Brian, but Ryan down in Florida, Legion Games. We recommended that he get on Tinder, right? And I know something that people on Tinder like to do is Netflix and chill, which is like, hey, come over. We'll watch a movie. And that's kind of a, you know, a straw man argument because you're just trying to get the person over. And then if things are going good, you're going to bang. Mm-hmm. And so I am I will recommend that if you, you know, you got to put some Netflix on right in the background. Don't choose this. <laughs> you will be getting you will not be getting action when this chick is sitting there and all chicks are going to be like hmm? they're going to perk up a little bit because they love true crime shit and when they're watching this guy bang corpses i don't think that you're going to get any action that night no very unlikely and if what you do, do that girl is fucking weird and need to get oh, rid yeah. of her if she's into it and she's like pull my hair fucking run ryan fucking yep. run <laughs> this is not your tinderella did you see? Oh, I didn't send it. There was a girl in Colorado Springs, and I was going to be like, "Has anybody heard from Reed lately?" Because she met a fat man on Tinder, and then told him to come over, and she duct taped him, and then started stabbing him. Oh no! Yeah, and I think she was like doing sexual things to him too, and he escaped, and he was like running around Colorado Springs naked and tied. Whoa. Bleeding everywhere, yeah. lady. A guy. It's very. It's it's pretty easy. You just pretty much ask. She They'll was probably cute. Like, mm, yeah, she was cute. It was Peculiar. like, uh oh, yikes, yeah. dude. Okay. So mom is doing all sorts of drugs, not like heroin, but like prescription heroin. So it's classy. And then <laughs> uh, the dad and her going through kind of a divorce, a separation. So he fucks off, right? He's gone. Oh, another thing. In this series, the dad is the dad from Step Brothers. It is. He's Dale's dad. So John C. Riley is Dale in Step Brothers, and he's always just sad and disappointed in his fucked up son. And yeah. then he's in Jeffrey Dahmer, and he's sad and disappointed in his fucked up son. I knew his <laughs> voice. I was like probably doing something pod related when he came on screen, and I was like, I know that dude. It's the dad from Step Brothers. Dope. Didn't he say something? (laughs) Didn't he say something about how Jeff had like a surgery when he was a kid that yeah a hernia never was the same yeah and he's like yeah after he was four years old he had a hernia surgery and he was always fucking goofy after that (laughs) I think that the dad 
definitely felt like him cutting up roadkill with his boy might have led to this, and he probably felt a little bit of guilt. So he was yeah, like, ah, dude, it was you, he Joyce. Did a lot of, mm-hmm. He did a lot of finger pointing for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least according to the series, he did a lot of finger pointing. of be like, don't you put this shit on me just because we cut up animals together. Because Jeffrey Dahmer was like, I don't know, like cutting up raccoons and stuff kind of got me sexually excited. He's like, oh, fuck. No, you don't, you bitch. You don't put that <laughs> shit on, on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> so then, so dad fucks off and 17-year-old Jeffrey Dahmer is just kind of left in the family home because his mom, Joyce, packs up with the younger brother and is like, deuces, bitch, we out. And he's like, oh, who's going to make me peanut butter and jelly? eh?" After she kicked out the dad. So she kicked out the dad because he was sleeping around on her. So she kicks him out to a hotel and then she's supposed to be left at the house with the two boys. And she takes the younger boy and fucks off for months. Yeah. So Jeffrey Dahmer just is at home drinking booze. And then that's when he picks up. Well, no, his first attempted crime was he was going to go and bash a hike uh, jogger. He'd be driving to school or whatever. He'd see a jogger and he's like, damn, I want some of that. So he was going to lay in wait in the bushes with a baseball bat. And when the guy jogged by, he was going to bash him. And then the series made it all weird. He pops out of the bushes. The joggers there and he hits the jogger with the bat and then he like takes him home and starts fucking around with him and then turns out that was all in his mind that didn't really happen and the joggers is like what the fuck and he turns and runs the other way (laughs) yeah yeah i'll tell you this in real life he did lay in wait for the jogger to come but the jogger didn't show up that day which to Uh, me is like why didn't you just try again but i guess he was like uh i guess i'm not gonna do it so he didn't he was like the universe is telling me to let the hot jogger guy go right like why would this lazy alcoholic be like, I'm going to try and take on a jogger, uh, this athlete? <laughs> he was I'll just, tell you like, another really thing. attracted to his abs. Like, he just, like, loved That's a thing. his old dudes. Real Jeffrey Dahmer was into guys who looked, like, very, like, had a had a very yeffy type body type. I would be, yef- I'd be Jeffrey Dahmer bait like a motherfucker. God You'd damn. You'd be dead meat. Yeah. I'd be fucking screwed, That's why he- dude. That's why mm-hmm. he took the mannequin home was because like he was like it was I liked its physique. I liked how chiseled it looked and I yeah. just liked the way it looked. So I laid there and waited in the changing room until they closed. And then I popped out and took the <laughs> fucking body Popped and out. left. Which Popped is out. like the worst compliment ever to be like, dude, Jeffrey Dahmer would totally murder you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also a great insult like to one of you. Badass friends is like, dude, you're not Jeffrey Dahmer's type, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Just watch him be like, oh, what? Oh my God, Jeffrey Dahmer would uh, he'd pass on you. That's for sure. <laughs> that's a hard pass. I don't think he'd fit in his little blue bucket. That's all I'm gonna say. All right, there. Ugh. Rad joke. Um, dude, we gotta make it. You come on, you gotta spice it up. Anyway, where were we? Oh. So that didn't pan out. Then he's driving around, a couple months go by, whatever it is, and he just sees a topless guy standing on the side of the road with his thumb out. And he's like, hey, man, I want to hitchhike. He's like, in the doc, in the series, it's like, uh, hey, man, where are you going? He's like, oh, wherever you want to go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Get in my car. <laughs> and he does. So the guy gets in the car. Takes him back to his place, gonna smoke some brewskis and drink some pot. 
And then the guy's like, are you taking me? Yeah, dude. And they're like, are you going to take me to this fucking concert or what? And he's like, nah, I don't know. Have a beer, you pussy. And so then the guy's all mad. He's going to leave. And yeah, dude, Jeffrey Dahmer smashes him in the back of the head with a weightlifting equipment circle of life. He hides him underneath the family home for a little bit. Okay, then he so cuts time out. Hold what? on. Time out. So when he hides the body under the the house. The crawl space. Uh-huh. In real life, this is when he went into the army. So he didn't have yeah. a chance to bury that guy. He yeah. left that dude under the house for three fucking years. Yeah. Oh my god. And then when he got and... dismissed from the army and he comes home, he was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot about this body here." <laughs> and so then he that's he when he dismembers the guy. Not all of it though. He cut up most of it, put it in trash bags. Was driving it to go throw it in like a river. Gets pulled over by the fucking cops. Cuz for what? swerving around cuz he's fucking drunk and in the series the cops are like, "Hey, you son of a bitch." You seem to be drunk. You got your whole life ahead of you because you're like an 18-year-old kid or like 19, whatever. And they're like, I'll, I'm going to let you go, but go the fuck home. And But in real life, what happened was the cops, I think, got called away on a more important call. And they're like, damn it, we got to go. And so, yeah, yeah, they just got a trash bags full of dead person. And he's like, oh, that's just grass, grass clippings. <laughs> and that is the excuse he used in real life, too. Like, he did yep. tell them that he was doing some landscaping for his parents. <laughs> he's like, my parents are getting divorced. I'm really sad. They just gave me a lot of pork chops. I didn't know what to do with them. <laughs> and you know it had to smell like shit. That body yeah. was fucking three years old. Three <laughs> years old. And then he bashed up the rest of it with a sledgehammer and then tossed the bones all around the family's like acre and a half property in the woods. And he said that he did that because uh, he just wanted to feel like the dude was still around him. A lot of his shit was like fear of abandonment and fucking necrophilia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking gross. So anyway, after he kills that guy, he goes on a nine-year spree of not killing anybody until he gets to. He starts going to bathhouses, right? And he keeps drugging people and leaving them in the bathhouses, all sorts of fucked up. They're like a couple. They're like ODing, and then like the people who own the bathhouses are like, "What the fuck, man? You can't be doing that. That's not good." So they kick him out of that. And my dad says that he's got. A, my dad used to be a delivery guy for Coke, mm -hmm. and so all growing up. My dad would point out all the different places he delivered coke to. It was fucking obnoxious. He'd like deliver coke there, deliver like coke there. Like drugs or no? Okay, sorry, coke the drink. <laughs> 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 My dad was a drug dealer. No <laughs> big deal. Out all of his like houses, <laughs> he's just the delivery guy. So yeah, he's just the delivery guy, man. Other people made the transaction. He just he's dropped like, that shit. That's off. a crack house, and that's a crack house, and this one here, they bought a shitload. One of the places that he delivered coke to was a. Denver and he's like oh yeah balls if you want to talk about something on the on the podcast we can tell some stories about me delivering coke at the bathhouses in Denver and I was like oh Ooh. yeah because my mom is also watching Dahmer so I would love to hear her review oh would wouldn't you love to hear that oh yeah special mountain report mountain report maybe even a patreon exclusive we'll see oh my god that's exciting actually I can't wait to hear her <laughs> yeah I can't wait to hear a straight dude's account of what happens in the bathhouses. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, you know, when I hear him tell that story, I'm going to be like, yo, Papa Yeti, why were you really there? Is there something you want to tell me <laughs> and your wife? What's up, dude? What's Now's up, dude? your chance. <laughs> Now's your chance, dude. What's up, dude? <laughs>
Um, so he gets kicked out of the bathhouses because he keeps drugging people and leaving them in states of disarray. So he meets this one guy and he takes him to like a meh hotel. In the series, it seems like it's more of a like upscale ritzy hotel, but in real life, it was kind of... Yeah. They go there. He accidentally takes his own goddamn drugs. Oops, yep. forgot what fucking thing blacks out. The guy's with blacks out. He wakes up and the guy's dead. He's like, fuck. So then he had to sign up for an extra night or two. He went and bought some luggage and took the guy out in like a, a duffel bag type thing. Apparently in real life, the cab driver that picked him up at the hotel was putting his bags in the trunk. He was like, what do you got in here? A dead body? And Jeffrey Tower oh, was God. like, <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> He's That's like, a- you are. You want to come back to my house and have a drink about it? <laughs> See, this is the kind of shit. Like, he was the luckiest, luckiest motherfucker mother in the world, dude. Yeah. In the world. Yeah, because there's so many opportunities that he could have been caught and he just wasn't. Like, what if the hotel was like, no, you can't have an extra night to dismember this body. Like, we're, we, you, we're coming in. You got to go because this we got people. Any crew? Like, wouldn't you like the blood? Blood? I know. Yeah, you'd think. Apparently, he did a good enough job cleaning up. And he gave them his real name. When he booked that hotel, he gave them his real name. Yeah. Like, he threw his real name around everywhere. Yes. I couldn't believe it. What's the big deal, huh? (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, oh, he's just a good boy. He's just a good little blonde boy. Tell you what, in the documentary, a bunch of his neighbors were like, dude, he was my fucking friend. I like that guy. I tried to set him up with like a girl that would live down the hall. Like, I, I what the fuck? They're so just like, I did not ever think that he was doing that in there. It's wild. And just, and just so y'all know, Glenda did not live next door to him in real life. She, she, she lived, lived across the street. Yeah, she lived like across the street and then and then later moved like a mile away. But was yeah, still all the up in his docu series did make her out to be like the hero who like was calling the cops all the time and the cops cops because the fourteen year old that he drilled a hole in his head got out. Oh, we'll get there. But anyway, in the documentary, the real one, his next door across the hall neighbor was like, "I like that guy. He was my buddy." He's like, one night my wife did smell something fucking horrid. And she was like, I got to figure out what this was because it was making us sick. Like we woke up. It smelled so bad. They had to put a towel underneath the door to even go back to bed. The next day, the wife was like sniffing to figure out where it was. And she's like, oh, it's coming from Dahmer's place. And she was like, yo, what is going on in there? And he's like, oh, it's some bad meat. I'm sorry. I'll take care of it. So that's the first guy he kills after a long time. And then there were a couple... What happened next? Like, clearly he picked up a guy after guy and killed him. But in there, the what? Didn't he go a little nuts and just was like... That's towards the end. Towards the end, he went fucking bonkers. That was after he got fired from his job. He Mm -hmm. loses it. Um, But before that, it was more like, you know, hit and miss. And I think the Laotian boy was during where he was spacing him out better. So he abducts this... He offers this Laotian kid 50 bucks to take pictures of him. In the series, he gets there and he's like, I know you, Jeffrey Dahmer. You you like you took your dick out in front of my brother and you had to go to like work release because you took your dick out. And like you're a sexual 
you're on the sexual offender registry because you exposed yourself to my brother. I fucking know you, motherfucker. That's not true. In real life, he didn't know that that boy and the reason, like the kid who got him locked up were related at all until after everything went down. And he was like, oh, shit. Small world, huh? That poor fucking family. Right? I can hear those farts, Kayla. Oh, it was just one. <laughs> Not it plural. Like, rah, 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 rah. <laughs> it was like he was doing a remix of a real fart. Well, <laughs> like a real fart is like, and this one is like, <laughs> remix. Rah, 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 rah. <laughs> Nothing compared to your snort fart. Whore <laughs> pointed out that that was actually not real. That was her making a noise in her chair. And I just claimed it as a fart because I am a master at improv comedy. <laughs> yeah. All right. This poor Laotian boy, he's like 14. And Jeffrey Dahmer drugged him. And he was experimenting with like putting a drill into the top of his head. And then some acetone, I think it was. To he see if that could leave... acid. Yeah. To see it. Was that it? I to see so. if that would leave him in a vegetative-ish state where he would be like a zombie and stay with him. So we did that. And then he went to go get some fucking beers. And then he comes back and the kid is out front with some cops and some two girls wrapped up in a blanket because he was buck naked. And apparently he didn't... In the series, he did a hole in like the side of the kid's head and we could kind of see it, the audience. In the real life, it was like in the top of his head. So you couldn't really... You couldn't see it. And so Jeffrey Dahmer comes around the goddamn corner with his beers and he sees these girls are like, what the fuck? And he's like, oh, that's my boyfriend. And like, we're just doing some gay stuff inside. No big deal. Um, He's (laughs) just just drunk. (laughs) So give him on back to me. And the cops walk in. Oh, this was when he was going off the rails, actually. So the cops go up into his apartment to check everything out. And they're like, fuck, it smells terrible in here. He's like, yeah, you know, gay stuff. And they're like, oh, that checks out. (laughs) And apparently the the deaf fella's dead body was on his bed when they came in to look around the apartment to be like, oh, you have some Polaroids of this young boy naked, so that must mean you guys are a couple. Checks <laughs> <Yeah>. out. <laughs> oh my God. Officer Ballsack. Officer Ballsack. Wasn't that his name? It was, it's Balsarak. Yeah, Officer Ballsack did drop the ball on this one quite a bit. <laughs> so they like poke in, smells horrid. Because, you know, dead body in the next room. There's naked Polaroids of this fella. And his clothing is in a pile. And they're like, man, that works. Gay people, right? Weird. (laughs) (laughs) Fine police work there, officer. And so they leave. And that's when Glenda Glenda Griswold. What the fuck is her name? Glenda Cleveland. Yeah, she calls the cops and is like, what the fuck was that about? My daughter said that this was like a, a kid that you let go back with this adult man. And the guy was like, what do you want from me? Yeah, I went in there and everything's fine. Get off my balls. Leave the gay guys alone. huh? Leave the gays alone. They're doing what they can. <laughs> yeah, he was like, it was like boyfriend, boyfriend stuff. Now, the documentary <laughs> makes it seem like these guys are homophobic and racist. The documentary made it seem more like the cops were trying their best to not look like they're hassling gay people. So they were like, what do you want from me? They're they're together. They're a couple. So you're like, yeah, like I let them go back together. Like, I don't know what to tell you, man. It seems fine. The gay guy was drunk. He's going to go sleep it off with his boyfriend. I don't know what you want from me. 
like I don't think any of us will ever know if the guy like we do hear the they do radio back to dispatch and like Ugh, I'm gonna go have to go get deloused after this fucking bullshit. So <laughs> that's an indicator that that was true. I read yeah. that that was a fact that he spoke those words. Yeah, which also could just be him saying that because he walked into an apartment with a dead fucking body and it was fucking gross in there and he was like, yeah. oh my god. I'll tell you this. On another ride along I did with another police department, we went into like these two lesbians were having a a disagreement and they just let me come walking in with these two cops. It's like two in the morning and I go walking in there and they are a little drunk and they are fucking mad and their apartment was fucking gross, dude. Fucking gross. It was like, don't touch anything. They're like, oh, you can like sit over here. You can like you can like do you get and I was like, I'm not touching fucking anything in this place. It smelled horrid. It was a fucking mess. So to come out of a gross apartment and be like, I need to go get deloused, ugh, does not necessarily mean that they were saying that because that they were gay. I'm just saying no. Dude, cops yeah. go into some fucking gross establishments and dwellings. Ugh. I did I did like three ride-alongs, and one of them I was in there and I was like, ew, ew, why am I in here? This sucks. I don't want to do this. He yeah, but... partied in one of those houses. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's true. Multiple, multiple yeah. houses like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're um, all over. That so... ballsack guy was a cop until 2017 when he retired. Yeah, because they did get fired, and then they sued, and they got rehired, and they got fifty five thousand dollars in back pay. Yeah, I'm sorry, but you didn't do your job right. And yeah. this little boy, they should have, they should have looked oh, into it more. Yeah, I they showed pictures of the real boy. Oh yeah, he looked like he was he was a town. I think this is my idea. I think they're lazy and just didn't really want to have to do all of the work it would have took to. You know how like it'll, do it do what it, they needed job, to do. You know how at every job there's like lazy people who don't really do their job. Oh, yes. Cops are no different. <laughs> mm-hmm. And those are usually the cops that they put on night shift in shitty parts of town. Yes. Yeah. Because they're like, you kind of suck, so go away. You get to go deal with the bullshit that none of us want to deal with because we don't like you because you kind of suck at your job and you're kind of piece like you're annoying. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of what they do. Um, well, maybe they do or maybe they don't. I don't know. I'm just saying it would make sense that if you didn't like that working with that person, you'd put them on the shift that no one wants. And I'm assuming the bad part of town late at night, probably not the most desirable shift. Definitely not. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that's where they put rookies like new cops usually start to start off on nights. That doesn't make any sense either. Like here, we're going to put the most inexperienced person in the time frame when the worst shit happens. In the worst yeah. part of town. Yeah, I know. But that's because the, the officers who have been there longer are like, fuck that, dude. I have earned my way onto day shift because I want to have a real life and not have to yeah. be up all night. So fuck you. You go, rookie. You're, <laughs> right. you're 23. I'm 35. <laughs> you go do it. Yeah. So, Circle yeah, no, life. it sucks. But, like, it makes sense. But, it, uh, yeah. And a lot of times nothing happens on night shift. So they're just hanging out, drinking coffee in different parking lots. Mm-hmm. But sometimes people get holes drilled in their head by serial killers (laughs) and you don't fucking realize that that's what's happening. 
And I think yeah. too, like our our culture here is like we are supposedly like proud of just being nice and holding the door open and Midwest charm. So to think that there's that much evil like here in our state where we're supposed to be so friendly and nice, they're probably like, we've never had a serial killer here before. Why would there ever be one now? You know? Yeah. Yeah. It makes it, it makes a bunch of sense. So that must've been when he was off the rails killing people. So then the documentary like follows a lot of his murders and what all happened. And then we switch over to like Glenda Cleveland and her being ignored for forever and her getting kicked out of her apartment because the cops are like, yo, dude, like there is some fucking harsh chemicals right up next to you and dead people. So you should like go someplace. And she's like, where? And he's like, I don't fucking know, but get out of here. And she's like, they made it be a real thing of like, you're kicking me out of my home. It's like, no, I'm looking out for your fucking safety. This is not good to breathe. See the fella in the hazmat suit. Yeah. You're just breathing that shit. Fucking go. I thought that too. I was like, where am I supposed to go? Anywhere else is better. Anywhere. Literally else. anywhere have, else. Do you have friends or family? Yeah. Your what daughter. Hey, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the show was definitely trying to be like, people were racist and homophobic back in the day. And that's why mm-hmm. they didn't believe anybody. And I'm not saying that they're wrong, but I'm also saying it could have just been the cop was like, yo fucking harsh chemicals next to you to the point where they can dissolve bodies and that's just aerosolized in the fucking HVAC system. Fucking get out of here. Smell that terrible smell? That's bad for you. Go. We we also have to like remember that the source of this material is Hollywood. And we all know that Hollywood is super woke and they do have an agenda to push. And so it's going to be spun in a different way. Like, there were a lot of things that were super factual in this series, but there's also a lot of stuff that they spun in a different light so people see it a certain way and make their own assumptions about what happened. Mm -hmm. And so the cops and their relationships to the victims and the people around and, and even Dahmer himself, like, that was all spun in a certain light for a reason. Right. They spent a lot of time talking about Jesse Jackson when I know. he didn't really have anything to do with Jeffrey Whatsoever. Dahmer or. Yeah. He or saw an scenario. opportunity to go He's make that even from here. Is he? No, I doubt okay. it. That's just his whole thing, though, is like civil rights and showing up and being like, hey, I'm upset. Not to say that that's not appropriate in some situations, but like also he. Yeah, like I said earlier, it just seems like lately he just wants this country to fucking implode. And that's just all that he's doing is just pushing Mm -hmm. that. Jesse Jackson is from South Carolina, by the way. Okay. Yeah, he's a professional activist. Mm -hmm. That's his thing. Um, Yeah, I think it's totally plausible that Jeffrey Dahmer was just a twisted motherfucker and he was living in a really crappy area and he just killed the people who were the easiest to get away with killing not necessarily based on skin color but i don't know he was totally honest about what a fucked up individual he was so when they were like hey did you do it because they're black why what would stop him from saying yes you know if that was true yeah he never (laughs) once mentioned their color or nationality he would like mention them by oh is that the hitchhiker oh that must be the guy from the hotel and he didn't know any of their names 
Like, yeah. but he remembered in surprising detail exactly what happened and everything. But he never mentioned like he like oh, dudes that were in the, shape. Yeah, and yeah. he went to gay bars quite a bit. So if you were in shape and in a, and the gay bars he went to were in his neighborhood, and since he made zero money, he lived in a poor neighborhood. Yeah, I don't know. like that. I don't know, man. Yeah. I'm not justifying what he did. He's a fucking asshole. But like, it just seemed like this series was really like. Man, homophobia and man, racist. Yeah. They're playing off of like what's happening in our culture right now and bringing it into your living room. Like that's that's the whole point of Hollywood right now. Yeah. It seems like. It's like you guys like have a pretty compelling story on its own. <laughs> you don't really need to add anything to it. It's exactly. Pretty right? wild the way it is. Yeah. Like Glenda living next door. Like, why'd you do that to us? Why'd you lie? <laughs> Well, because You're like, they think of Glenda. Oh, why'd you lie? Why'd you lie to me? Because, like I said, the Dahmer tapes interviewed his actual across the hall neighbor, and that guy was like fucking mad. He was like, I like that guy. I considered him a friend. Like, we would talk. And yeah. he seemed like just a random, like, he just seemed like a nice guy. I tried to set him up with the girl down the hall. Like, I did not realize that he was murdering people. It's fucked well, up. And they interviewed a guy that was like frequenting the um, clubs too. And he was like, yeah, we were in the same circle. Of course I knew Dahmer. Of course I knew him. Oh, like, was he, he the guy in the suit? Yeah. And he was yeah. like, he knew all the people that I knew. And he's like, the we best. Had, he's, he's like, like the, I had friends that dated him. And like, we, he's like, the gay scene in Milwaukee was not that big. We all knew every motherfucker. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> like, yeah, I knew that bitch. <laughs> he was so funny. He's like, I worked at Department of Corrections. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Uh, you have to watch the Dahmer tape. The Dahmer uh, tapes. He's like a real guy who like was just gay and in that scene, um, uh, back in Milwaukee, back in the late eighties. I think now, because I do remember like growing up and there being like, like a not much acceptance of like gays around Wisconsin. But now yeah. I don't feel that at all. Like there's just so many homos here now. They're just loud and proud. Yeah, and everybody, I don't know, everybody, I, I live in Colorado, and I can tell you here, everybody's more than happy about it. They're like, yay, you do you. And I am happy about it, too, because you raise my uh, value of my home. Would you say they're gay? Uh, Yeah. Like so, There are some gays in Colorado. That's You that's said factual. happy. You said happy. I did. So- <laughs> no, I said I'm happy. Adam Carolla does this joke. He's like, I love gay people. If a gay couple moves in next to you, like they're gonna make their house fucking nice. They're gonna renovate that motherfucker. Their yard's gonna look great. Your your house's value will increase. <laughs> <laughs> we should all hope that gays move all around us. Well <laughs> and watch the I, neighborhood become fucking awesome. I don't live next to gays then because they're your no, you like shit. <laughs> you live next next to pig farmers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want a pig farmer next to you. <laughs> No. <laughs> a nice gay couple in their Miata? Oh, that's fantastic. Pig farmer? Less good. We had a gay couple that lived across the street from me at my old house for a while. And they were so great. Like, we baked cookies for them for Christmas. And he, like, would handwrite cards to my kids and, like, put them in our mailbox. Just, like, Adorable. Really sweet. Like, yeah, it was just... It was I'll tell you this. When I was doing a ride-along and those lesbians were getting at it at 2 in the morning, their their apartment's fucking nasty. So I, I don't know, man. Maybe we shouldn't stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> was that in Denver? 
Woo! A uh, suburb of Denver. Mm, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, so then the documentary yeah, follows the neighbor who is a real person but didn't actually live next door and did call the cops once and was ignored. Um, and then we followed the deaf... What was the deaf man's name? Tony. Tony. Yeah, dude, Tony was like a model and he's getting into modeling. And yeah, Jeffrey Dahmer was like, I killed that guy. And he was in the apartment. So Dahmer like formed a relationship with him and really liked him. And like, it seemed like things were going really well between the two of them for several dates. And then as soon as Tony wanted to leave because he was going to go home and see his family, that's when it, the abandonment like, nope. issues in Dahmer was like, nope. And Which then I don't know how true all that was. I don't either. But then like Tony came back for his keys and that's when Jeff like attacked him, took him down. And we didn't really see much of that. We only saw him laying in the bed later on. So yeah. I don't know. It was just that one was a was real re- bummer. It was a real bummer. It was so sad because Tony had such personality and he was very interesting and had a loving family. Overcame his like being deaf and was like, I live life to the fullest. Oh, yeah, that was a real bummer. episode. Yeah, that just broke my heart. I was like, this fucking show sucks. I hate Mm -hmm. this show. I hate this guy. And I don't. And then at that point, that's when I was like, I don't even care about Dahmer anymore. Fuck Dahmer his whole life like they have no like they kept talking about his past as if that could somehow explain the monstrosity that became jeffrey dahmer like no you can't fucking explain how he became this way that would justify any of it there is no justification this guy is a fucking psycho and he needed to die and i didn't feel bad for his death i didn't feel bad for his past i didn't feel bad for that motherfucker at all but this guy tony got me i was like okay this is where it gets real like this Mm -hmm. was a real dude with a real family who really loved him and cared about him and that's when it started to like make the victim story come to the forefront of the show yeah for me so that's what i was trying to say earlier that it's like they were like slower episodes and they didn't have much yeah but it was nice because it's like yeah these are all like real people these are all real families that were like affected by this fucking guy i gotta tell you a lot of people are always like, oh, having a kid makes you see the world different. And before we had kids, I was like, shut up, nerd. Shut up. But it really does. You spend mm-hmm. all day, every day, making sure that your kid is like happy and healthy and like alive and well and all that kind of stuff. And then some fucking doofus comes along who didn't like, uh, and it's like, ah, oh, you know, it'd be fun. I'm going to drug your kid and then like drill a hole in his head. That, that'd yeah. be fun for me. It's like, oh, dude. That's why. So then it goes to the, the trial. He's sitting there and like it goes the victims who are like the family of the victims got to have a chance to talk, say something in court and all that kind of stuff. And like it was a bunch of them just being like, oh, my God, like what you did, you tore my family apart, you huge piece of shit. All the stuff that like Kelsey kind of just said. One of them was like, you motherfucker, Jeffrey Dahmer, you don't fucking look at me, you fucking bitch, you fucking bitch, you fucking with me. And like (laughs) rushes him and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, I wonder if that really happened. It did really happen <laughs> in the Dahmer tapes. They have they, that was all on video. So they just <laughs> yeah, I wonder no, if that would be me. <laughs> a chick rushed him and was like, "You motherfucker, I'm gonna tear you apart!" And like came at him. It's like, yeah, yeah. And then, mm-hmm. so Jeffrey Dahmer's in prison, and he's all concerned about God. He's like watching John Wayne Gacy. John Wayne Gacy was like same thing. 
serial killer before him, but because he was in court for so long, just finally got sentenced to the death penalty around the same time that Jeffrey Dahmer got put into jail. And he was like, I don't, I don't understand. Like this guy, he's such a huge piece of shit, but he says that he's going to go to heaven. But like, he still, he still claims that he didn't even do any of that. And he's like, I don't even really care about heaven really. But like, I admitted to everything that I did. And like, I don't know. Um, and he said all that to a priest. And I'll tell you this, the priest in real life was like a little white guy. I wonder oh, why they really? changed that. for. Mm-hmm. I wonder why they, they changed it in the show. It was like a black fella. Maybe mm-hmm. it's the redemptive arc for the racism that we're supposed to believe that Jeffrey I think had. that that was probably intentional, okay. like why they yeah. did that. Because, yeah, in the Dahmer tapes, that guy who was the cleric for the prison was like, so then I got asked to go talk to Jeffrey Dahmer. Da, 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 and I was like, hey, you look different than the guy in the show. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed things. My name is. Yeah. Um, um, also, can real quick, can I just say, what? too, that um, when they were showing the Gacy murder that happened in this series yeah when they were showing that they used the same house that Dahmer grew up in did they really yes and so I was confused because I saw the door and the window and I was like wait is that Dahmer's house are you that sure you're just confused I'm sure that's the house that he was in when he was 18 and home alone it's the same fucking house that he crawled up on the roof and spread that guy's ashes out from I want to see like, screenshots because I don't think you're right it was the same fucking house and i was like dude so i was like who's this guy in Dahmer's house trying to kill this dude and i was like is this like a um like a wannabe Dahmer situation like i I wasn't putting two and two together until he put on the clown suit and then i was like oh shit okay totally different story yeah Yeah. why did they do that too yeah because they show because like all the times that jeffrey Dahmer is killing people it's pretty graphic and like woo and so they decide to tack on a murder that jeffrey Dahmer didn't even do so we get to see john wayne gacy kill a guy like with his belt beat him and then like to put on his clown stuff and drown him in a tub that's fun and then yeah so we see i guess jeffrey Dahmer is like I want to get religious. I want to be baptized. And he got baptized on the same day that John Wayne Gacy was put to death. And on that same day, there was a fucking eclipse. Like, that was all real. Weird. That's real. There's a full-blown solar <laughs> eclipse on the day they put John Wayne Gacy to death and the day that Dahmer gets baptized. That's Wild. Weird. So, then, eventually, he gets caught up with... Uh, there's this, there's another guy that's in jail and he thinks that Jeffrey Dahmer's being an asshole because he keeps being like, oh man, I got all these fans out there. They sending me money and sending me nudes. And he's like, oh wow. And he's like kind of being an asshole and like putting his tray that other people can sit in on his like lunch tray and get all messy. And he's just being a piece of shit. And that angers this one guy and he sees him. He's like, ah, fuck this guy. And then he watches him get like all this special treatment. And he then he has to go to the library and kind of coerce the librarian at the prison to t- tell him why Jeffrey Dahmer's even in there. And I call bullshit on that one. There's no way that no prisoner didn't know why Jeffrey Dahmer's there. They all knew. They had to. I know. Yeah. They have There's like no people they talk to on the outside. Yeah. A lot of prison guards are easily corruptible. So fuck yeah, dude. They know. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're like, no, no, no. We can't tell you. That might get you upset. And so then he is like, I fucking do not like this Jeffrey Dahmer stuff, fella. So one day Jeffrey Dahmer is cleaning in the weight room with one other guy. And the guard comes in and is like, hey, we got you some bonus help. Do you know his name, Kayla? You said he's like a Wisconsin hero, right? I don't know his name, but 
Yeah, just as the guy that killed Dahmer. Oh, I so he killed it, and then I forgot. I'll, so I'll look it up in, while you talk. He kills the guy that Dahmer's with. He's like, hey, like, uh, why don't you help me back over here real quick while we clean these uh, lockers? He kills him, comes out to Jeffrey Dahmer, and is like, hey, man, you believe in God? And Jeffrey Dahmer's like, oh, yeah, sure do we. He's Christopher like, hey, Scarver. His name is Christopher Scarver. He's like, I do too. But my God is a vengeful God. And I believe he's using me as a vessel to enact his vengeance on you, you motherfucker. <laughs> you gonna die. So then he beats him to death with a pipe. And um, and that's pretty much that seems like that's how he died, according to the Dahmer tapes that I watched. But the one difference is that Jeffrey Dahmer was in protective custody for like a year. And he was like losing his mind because he was always alone. Yeah. <laughs> losing his mind. Go, Yeah. As, <laughs> But he was so, so he was talking to his lawyer and he's like, I'm going to request that I get put into general pop. And the lawyer was like, they're going to fucking kill you, guy. You know that, right? And he's like, yeah, I do know that. He's like, but I would rather be dead than be alone because I am, I can't stand just being alone all day, every day. I I'm losing it. And so he put in to be in general pop and then, yeah, then that's what happened. Yeah. They always say pedophiles don't do well in prison. Uh, especially if you've been like drugging and killing people, a lot of them mm-hmm. were very young and a lot of them were a certain color. And yeah, yeah, you gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> you- <laughs> and he ate them and then he like taunted, he taunted the prisoners in the cafeteria. Yeah. Like, oh, this chicken wing looks like a human thumb and then would go. I wonder if that's real. Oh, weirdo. Because I know I'll, me I'll tell too. You. I listened to about three or four hours of Jeffrey Dahmer talking, and he seems like the most boring fucking guy in the entire world. I think that's why he got away with everything, because it's just like, oh, it's boring Jeff. Like, he would ever eat somebody's brains. Ha ha ha. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah, dude, he was doing that to, like, help just get rid of the body. And he wanted to feel like the person was still around him and, like, with him. So that's why he'd eat them. And he had a bunch of them, like, people frozen in his, fr- like, freezer. Eh. Just keep your pictures, you fucking dumbass. And he kept their skulls. Oh, Mm -hmm. and having skulls, he kept all their skulls around too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. His plan was to make like a satanic altar at some point. And they they even showed a crude drawing of it in the documentary. Like, hey, he had a plan. Why was he like so obsessed with Satan and then goes to jail and finds God? Because he's fucking nuts. Was it fake? Was it just like his. Did he need something and he chose Satan? Because aren't those two like opposing views? Yeah, I think it's because he's just kind of crazy. And yeah. he, didn't, <laughs> he didn't get hugged or loved at all when he was a child. And his mom was on who knows how many drugs. And nobody yeah. saw the warning signs of like, hey, he likes to cut up dead animals. That's pretty nobody fucking cared. odd. No nobody one cared. cared he was left alone. Then he got way into booze. And yeah, dude, it was just a recipe for like, what the fuck? I mean, according to the series, it kind of seemed like in his own way, he sort of did try to ask his dad for help. Like, he's like, Dad, I have these feelings or whatever. And his dad's just like, I don't want to hear the gay stuff. Shut up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He was just like, and that's enough of that. Oh, (laughs) and in the series, like him living with his grandma, he had a box that was his dad's that he kept a head in. And the dad was like, what's in that fucking box? And then he like quick switched a head out for like some porno mags. And I was like, oh, yeah. That never got brought up in the actual documentary, but I wonder if that was real. 
I thought I don't know. so much of it was real until now. And now I'm like rethinking everything. Like, why do they do that? Well, keep now the party the- train going and be like me and get on my level and now watch the three episode miniseries, the Dahmer tapes. Mm-hmm. I started. I, I'm I'm like 15 minutes in. Mm. I watched the first episode, but I didn't watch the other two yet. There's yep. only so much Dahmer I can take, so I have to like yeah. do it in. Sm- I have to microdose it. Speaking <laughs> of, now I don't know what the hell me and Lisa are going to talk about because me and Lisa are going to do podumentary on the Dahmer tapes where we're going to go over what like actually happened, and I won't have much to add other than like, ugh, right? <laughs> when are you doing that? Tomorrow. Mm. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Eh, it'll be fun it though. Might be too much Dahmer. <laughs> yeah, but that's the real story. Like people will listen to that if they listen to this. Like we yeah. need some comparisons, but like they're gonna want to hear what really happened, like and what he talks about and all that. Because his story is fascinating in like a morbid, really gross, icky way. And the way that this series like portrayed it was very like they want to put you in the mind of the victims. They want to make you feel as icky and as gross as they possibly can. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this miniseries was an experience. You feel gross as you watch you it. You do. Bleh. Yeah. You need and to be so deloused. I had yeah. to fast Watching forward. It. I literally had to fast forward through at least 35 minutes of the first episode. And probably something like that in the second episode. Because it was and like all the gross parts where he like masturbates with the blood. Like is dissecting freaky with it. I'm like, "Eh, eh, eh." (laughs) fast forward, fast forward. Yeah. I don't like blood. The kid, the guy who played Dahmer did a fucking great job. He was a really good. It was. Mm -hmm. um, He looked like him too. Oh, a lot. During the Mm -hmm. Dahmer tapes, they showed Jeffrey Dahmer when he was like younger and stuff. And it's like, Oh fuck dude, they nailed it. (laughs) He looks exactly like he did. Um, The lady who played the neighbor, she's from Reno 911. Niecy Nash. Yeah. She's like name? one of my favorite people. Yes. Yeah, what awesome. else is she in other than Reno? Oh, she used to have a show called Clean House. I've seen every episode. Really? Mm-hmm. So I thought she did a good job because I've only seen her in Reno. And like being a comedic actor is one thing, but being like a dramatic actor, that's another thing. So that's pretty cool. Uh, the guy who played the dad who's also in Step Brothers, fucking great job the mom dude the mom joyce whoever played her she was mm-hmm. oh you just wanted to slap the shit out of that lady like, and molly yeah. ringwald was yeah. in it who molly ringwald who was she she oh my god she's like she's an 80s so star no i know who molly ringwald is she lived next oh, to adam carolla growing played, up oh i know her she, who was she in the thing she played his stepmom Oh, <gasps> Sherry! They they nailed it. Sherry looked exactly like that in real life. Really? Yeah, that was pretty good. So yeah. Anyway, sad bummer. Dama gross. Sorry that you have to live so close to where that craziness happened. Oh yeah, and they talked about Ed Gein too, and that's even closer to where I live. That's probably like ten miles from me. Isn't he the Texas Chainsaw Massacre guy? Yeah. Ugh. I don't know why they made it a Texas thing, though. He definitely was not what? from in Texas. Wisconsin. He's in Wisconsin. Why is everyone from Wisconsin? Dude, you guys seem to have a lot of serial killers out here in Colorado. We have a lot of mass shootings. That's um. our thing. Because when you're talking about like Jeffrey Dahmer <laughs> in Milwaukee, like we have that with like Columbine. 
Aurora. Oh, yeah, that is you guys, ain't it? Yeah. Aurora. Yeah. What was Aurora? Aurora the was the... theater Batman. The guy went to the <gasps> opening of oh. Batman, The Dark Knight Rises, and shot up the movie theater with, like, orange yeah, yeah. hair and stuff. Yeah. Mm. That's what we have a lot of here. Yeah, I think yeah. we just have a lot of drunk parents who don't care if their children drink and just all around just don't care or pay attention or look for signs or anything like that so so the more well planning to have a baby stay off the drugs mm-hmm. when you have that baby pay attention to that baby and then do the drugs and I'm maybe don't leave them <laughs> home alone for months on end don't leave them home they alone. have abandonment um, issues getting drunk never helped nobody so maybe lay off the booze mm-hmm. yep and uh, if you're having some t- sick or like, uh, let's not even call them sick. Let's just say some some odd thoughts. And you know, you know that they're odd when you're like, oh man, dead bodies, dead animals. That's that's getting me going. Talk mm-hmm. to somebody. Reach yeah. out. Ta- tell someone. Get a therapist. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to be gay. It's totally fine. You don't have to. You don't have to be ashamed or hide, hide anything. Mm-hmm. No one cares. Congratulations to you. Good job. You did it. We're- were it's you 2022. Guys... Everybody's gay. So join the club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like 20% gay. So, right. and I'm married. <laughs> so, like... <laughs> I'm fucking married. <laughs> oh, you're still riding that high. Are you going to go to the melting pot this weekend? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Well... Try not to think about Dahmer when you're poking those little meats and putting them in the fondue. <laughs> oh, now you just ruined it for her. Oh, I'm might... sorry. I might go. I'm not sure. My niece. Go. You what? Go what? Your niece. My what? niece. My niece is having a housewarming party. Oh so. my god! I'm so sick of hearing you two talking you about your goddamn family members. Go to you melting pot. Got married. You yeah. deserve a night out with your man without any oh. distractions. And so you tell your niece, "I'm happy for." I need to go. And yeah. You go to the melting <laughs> pot and you stab those little steaks and you just enjoy every fucking bite. And order a bottle of wine and and when you stab crazy. those little steaks and shrimps, <laughs> do, do this. Why? Look at Beyonce and go. I'll <laughs> be fun. I'll be fun for you. Yeah, I will. Make a reservation. Do it tonight. You can get um, online and make a reservation. Yeah, so you can. Yes, it's twenty. God damn it, Kayla! Welcome to the twenty first century. It's so fucking neat. (laughs) I'm looking right now. (laughs) Make a reservation. Fart into the microphone and let's call this thing good. Yes. You got a fart going? I'm. I just did it. You didn't hear? No, I didn't. Fuck. Are you in between farts? JT will pick it up. Okay, JT will hear that fart. All right, this has been interesting. Later, boners. (laughs) Later, Later, boners.